0: Welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And today we are discussing the hot new movie, The Nun 2. The Hot. It <laughs> is a series because a series, it was obviously a first movie, but what series is this from?
1: part of the Conjuring series that has The Conjuring, The Nun, Curse of La Llorona, Annabelle. James Wan-inspired movies.
0: James Wan! The director, really has a music video background, but...
1: Oh, who's the director?
0: His name is Michael Chavez, but, James, mm-hmm. one of the movies that you had mentioned, The Curse of La La Rona, was he directed by... Yeah. Then, he also directed The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. That ex... Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Those are perhaps the worst movies in the fucking whole Conjuring series, man. Curse of La Rona was fucking trash. The Devil Made Me Do It was fucking trash. And he's keeping up his theme. He's three for three.
0: James Wan stars the series and or Lee Wanell They leave. The studio's like, hey, we can still make money off of this stuff. So they keep pumping out this trash. That's what happened in this one. I.e. The Nun 2. But moving on, that this is written by Ian Goldberg, Richard Nying, and Akilah Cooper. So let's go oh, look who 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 Goldberg? Ian Goldberg. So Ian oh, Goldberg Evan. has done Fear the Walking Dead, The Autopsy of Jane Doe.
1: Whoa, he wrote the autopsy of Jane Doe? Yeah. Okay. That's a good one, right? There. The
0: other person, Richard Nying... Has done also The autopsy of Jane Doe. Has written that. Mm. Keela Cooper. Jupiter's Legacy. The TV series. Yeah. That was a TV series that got canceled by Netflix maybe after the first week. They were like, this ain't ever coming back out. And they had done some episodes of Luke Cage. Hero one? He had also done Avengers Assemble TV series Grim, Tron Uprising. The Wishes uh. of the East Wind. But... And also some episodes of Strange New Worlds. E. The stars Christopher Formiga, Jonas Bloquette, and Storm Reed, and it says 1956, France. A priest is murdered and evil is spreading. The sequel to the worldwide smash hit follows Sister Irene as she once again comes to face with Valak, the demon nun. Vague memories of what happened in this movie, but we have the master of horror, suspense, thriller, bad movies galore. And <laughs> James will tell you how to disperse the spirits out. Like it gets you some holy water, burn a whole bunch of roses in a circle or something. I don't know. Go ahead, Oh James. my God.
1: <laughs> like some sage.
0: There is a nunnery. Like what do you want to call that? <laughs> it is also a school. Like some of the girls, I think one of them, their mother works there. Is that right? Was it the mother? Yeah, Uh, She's a teacher. Yeah, but she gets picked on by other students, and they convince her to go into this one area of the school. Something weird's supposed to happen. She gets freaked out. There's this one groundskeeper.
1: Frenchie, whoever's listening, you remember the first movie, or if you want to watch the first movie, go ahead that's not a good movie either but if you want to watch the first movie he's in the first movie and he he's the person who basically helped young nun and the priest to take on the nun but in the process of doing that he ended up being possessed, possessed.
0: he is a groundskeeper but he's like he's only male <laughs> of, uh, of any significance
1: the women in the movie are all like oh yeah he's hot He's been possessed, but it's been like an unknowing possession. Mm-hmm. Valak has been dormant inside of him. He's been doing shit, or or I could say she. It's been doing shit, and of course he was not aware of it. From what I remember, I think the nun that was in the first one, like she's a full-fledged nun. She was like a nun in training in the first one. She's a full-fledged nun in this one. Storm Reed's character is now the nun in training, but I think she was getting visions of Valak which made her go and try to find Frenchie. I think that's how it went. So it's kind of like the attenuation and Valak is coming back and doing whatever. And to be completely honest, feel bad for even saying this. I was kind of out of the movie. I didn't care about it. I wasn't interested in it. I was watching, I was picking up little key things. But if you were to ask me the whole plot and synopsis of it outside of them basically going for round two, I can't tell you. There's also
0: too many characters in the movie. Whoever wasn't in the first movie, you have the young girl, her mother, other students at the school, Mm -hmm. then a couple of nuns, and then you have like whatever was going on with Storm Reed and whoever else that she was with. All this stuff is going on in two different places. So again, you kind of break out characters in two different missions
1: rather than Mm -hmm. it just
0: being some straightforward
1: narrative. It's basically it. Make things even worse, though. When I was watching this movie, and I think I made mission to you, Barry, I was trying to figure out why in the world is there a sequel for this? Because the first movie did not receive rave reviews. Well, it was not that.
0: Well, hold well on, liked. James. The synopsis stated that the sequel to the worldwide smash hit.
1: That's a goddamn lie. <laughs> no, it's not a lie. Because technically, it was a hit. Because I had to do further research. It was like the budget of it was twenty-two million. That's kind of low, and to be completely honest with horror movies, yeah. horror movies don't never have a high budget.
0: Yeah, I mean if they're probably over twenty million, that's yeah. maybe pushing it.
1: Yeah, right. Like horror movies usually do not have a high budget because one, or two things: they're cheap to make. You only need like so many set pieces. If you want to go by profit, that is a blockbuster. That it made so much money. So that's the only reason why this movie was even created. Because hey. They see it as being a cash cow because it brought in so much money. Now, this one it'll probably still bring in money. The budget wasn't that much higher.
0: The budget was 22 million for the first movie, it opened 000. to 53 million, so it doubled its budget. And then, in obviously, the first week. yeah, and then James, the worldwide smash hit grows 117 million domestic and 248 million worldwide for a total what? of $366 million. <laughs> That's the first one? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but it brought in money. So I get why it was made, but I don't get why it was made. Because it wasn't that good to be considered for a sequel. So this one, I don't know the budget of this one. I don't even know how much it costs, but I'm assuming they upped the budget. Probably. Way more set pieces than this one. So I was saying maybe, what, to $50, 50 million?
0: Yeah. Well, currently, James, it is sitting at $215 million.
1: (laughs) God damn it. So there may be a part three now. The
0: Nun 3. The dude's been cured now. So he's going to ruin the movie. But
1: he hasn't. That's another reason why this movie shouldn't have been made. Because you already know the end result. At the end of the first fucking Nun, found out that basically he was the guy that was possessed in the beginning of The Conjuring. If you watch the beginning of The Conjuring, you see that Lorraine and Ed Warren are doing an a exorcism on a guy. That's him. That movie is based when, like, the seventies. Yeah. How old would
0: that dude have been by that movie? Then,
1: well, I think this stuff was based in probably like the forties, fifties, maybe. So he was at least maybe like fifty something, maybe. But that's beside the point. The point is you know that he's still be possessed.
0: it says nineteen fifty six so yeah,
1: yeah, okay, so maybe twenty years later he wasn't cured of shit, so what was the actual point of this happening like of this movie happening outside of being uh profitable? well, I mean let's be real, it's all about money. I just don't understand why it's being made, why it was made at all. Like I said, I'm taking out the budget, taking out how much it grossed. Outside of that, why? Why? Well, only thing that's good about the nun is the memorable character. There were there were some parts in the nun that, I mean, it wasn't creepy, but it was like, oh, man, that was tight. Like the part where I think she was at a newsstand, the papers were flipping and all that shit, and it showed the image of the nun. Mm. That was cool. But outside of that, I can't tell you anything else. I, I can't. I can't. All right. I wouldn't watch this again. As a matter of fact, to be honest with you, I, I watched it None maybe one and a half times, meaning I watched it once and I will try to watch it again and I couldn't because it pissed me off. So, yeah, this one, yeah, if I watch it again, I just want to watch it just to see if I miss anything, but it, it's not going to change my opinion of it. All right. So,
0: James, what score would you give?
1: I'll give it a two. You know what? No, no, no. No, no, no. I'll give it a three. No more than that yeah I, like i said i won't be watching this again yeah i like well definitely. i'll not be watching this again to enjoy i'll be watching it again just to see if i miss shit
0: would not see this movie ever again and that is <laughs> all i would have to say about this so this is going to get a zero maybe a one for that one little page flipping scene that actually was cool <laughs>
1: Yeah, outside, outside <laughs> of that, it was nothing redeemable about it. Master
0: of Horror, Suspense, and Thriller will cure you of all your ails. I
1: watched <laughs> the bad movie, so you won't have to. Yeah, but you
0: will resurrect James Wan back to the, <laughs> the Conrad series. And, and,
1: and the thing is, you can't really be mad at James Wan created it, but... He knows he's not doing it anymore.
0: Yeah, he just kind of moves on. Same thing with like Fast and Furious. He was
1: another good series, another good movie that I don't think James Wan was involved in, but I think Lee Wanell. This was his baby. It was Insidious. Even the last one was pretty good. It made sense. It was concise. It followed the script. It had continuity. This one doesn't have continuity, but it's like, why? You know the ending.
0: And uh, I mean, for a, a movie that we will not be doing a podcast for, James Wan, directed Saw, the first Saw and also the short. He had done Did Silence, Death Sentence, uh, Insidious, The Conjuring, Insidious Chapter 2. And then he was like, hey, I'm done. He did Furious 7. He did Conjuring, Yeah. Oh,
1: okay.
0: He did The Conjuring 2. Then he went on the Aquaman. <laughs> And he did Malignant. And then his next movie is going to be Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which will likely lose money somehow.
1: Yeah. He's an accomplished director because he's done just about every genre, you think about it. Been successful. Like, Aquaman 1 wasn't bad.
0: Yeah, it was a uh, competent movie. The second one's probably not going to do well just for different reasons. Just
1: because, yeah, I don't think it has to do with him. I think it has to do with Warner Brothers and uh, the woman we will not name.
0: Alright. So, Jay will now explain if you have visions and you start seeing visions of death. Mm -hmm. What should should we do, James?
1: Hold on. What was the question?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I said, if you start seeing visions and have visions of death,
1: go to church. I guess I mean shit. Stop drinking. Stop smoking that shit. (laughs) So don't eat shit late at night.